0: This morning at nine o'clock, we're expecting about hundred thousand learners to be writing computer applications technology, and we face the reality of load sharing, and it's something that we didn't expect to happen because we met with Eskom two weeks ago, and there was some indication that they would try keep the lights on, but based on the information available to us now it looks like we're going to have a challenge. So we're going to see what's going to happen. We'll take it from there. But in terms of the administration of the exam itself, we are ready and our learners are ready as well because today it's not a big number of them that are writing. Mm-hmm.
1: With your discussion with ESCOM, um, what was, the, was there any assurance given that maybe the metric centers will be exempted from rolling blackouts?
0: No, we tried to put a case across regarding that, but we were told that the, the it, it would not be possible uh, because the centers are all over the place, so they're not located in one place where you could insulate them from uh, power cut-off. Uh, so you face a reality where if you were to try to keep the lights on for all of them, then basically there would be no load shedding. But that's what we're asking for, to say, can't you just keep the lights on and supply electricity for the duration of the exam? Because these are practical subjects which cannot be done without electricity. And we're told that it's difficult and promises cannot be made. So we're hoping to see what is going to take place. And the problem is that the load-sharing schedule will affect different places at different times. Yes. So we could we could easily say, okay, let's just postpone by an hour or two and write later or write earlier, <laughs> but it's difficult because you live in one part of the country, it starts at 9 when the exam starts, and in another part it starts at 12 when the exam is supposed to... Mm -hmm. to be ending, so some could write and others would not be. So, we are anxious to see what's going to happen at
1: 9 o'clock. So, if that assurance is not on the table, what contingency measures uh, does the department have in place to uh, not maybe perhaps avert the blackouts, but to uh, maybe see what else can be done? Well, we
0: know that the schools that offer these subjects have already procured generators. It might not be all of them, but a huge majority of them have got generators. And that they have made plans because this matter was discussed even before the exams uh, started uh, many months ago. So we hope that uh, those types of arrangements would have been made. So we, we will see what to do. But in the timetable, we have two dates for it: it's uh, the first two days of the exam, and at the end, we have two days for the two subjects as well. So if um, something r- big really happens that we cannot write. We still have another opportunity, and with that opportunity, we hope that we should have some
1: stability. Mm-hmm. Apart from load shedding, what are some of the other concerns that the department has?
0: Not much. Uh, not much uh, because uh, with the two that are written today, they're practical, so they challenge load shedding, but for Monday, when it's English and other subjects, we don't expect uh, much because those can be written uh, without electricity. All you need is just uh, daytime light. Uh, that should be sufficient. But of course, we worry about the preparation for the learners themselves because they need uh, electricity in the evenings to to be able to, to study and prepare. But we advise them to use uh, the opportunity during the day to study and prepare for the exam coming the following day as we know, all of us have had to adjust our lives because of load shedding.
1: Now, this year you have a higher number of matriculants uh, writing exams. Do you have enough resources, such as manpower, to mark the papers?
0: Yeah, we do. Uh, we pick up the increase in the numbers around March when we register all of them, when we see our matriculants who have come through for this year. And then later on, in about June, July, that's when we get a confirmation that indeed these are the metrics that are with us this year preparing for the final exam. So that's when we also begin the appointment of our invigilators to supervise the exam based on the increased numbers. That's when we also appoint markers and increase our exam centres based on those numbers. So we are prepared for the expansion of the system as a result of the increase in the number of uh, the candidates. 22,000 more. This year, which takes us to about seven hundred and fifty-three
1: thousand candidates sitting. Lastly, um, what advice would you give to learners out there? Well, you know, we
0: more for me to to their parents and guardians, uh, neighbors, relatives than the learners themselves because these learners, uh, I don't think we need to say anything more to them. They've gone through a lot. Uh, twenty twenty didn't finish their curriculum because of COVID-2021, same thing, and they came to twelve with a huge backlog which they didn't need to overcome. So we've already spoken to them. They know, in fact, these are the learners who have been affected the most in the history of the country uh, because in their entire Mm -hmm. school life at uh, FET, they didn't uh, have a real exam. So we say to them, you can't give up now. Just keep going. The fact that you are here, it means you're already a winner. Just work on the quality of your design.